Mitch, and joining me is my trusty partner, Luke. Hey. And welcome back to What Up Wembley podcast. We've heard some great feedback from you from the first podcast, and we hope you enjoyed it. And if you want to tell us some more feedback, I'm Mitch. And, and yeah, I'm Luke. And if you want to tell Miss McClue, just feel free. Yeah. Um, on this episode, there's going to be basically sports, sports, sports. That's basically sport, all sport, it's about. Sport, sport, more sport. Yeah, pretty much. Because there was athletics today. We like, got a few interviews with the school captains. Mm. And so it's going to be a very good episode. Yes, stay tuned. first podcast four nights after our official release we clocked up 285 downloads which is pretty impressive Luke. I know it's really good and somehow nine of these well not somehow but nine of these have come from the UK also known as Miss McClue's family so we need to thank we need to thank them. Thank you Miss McClue's family. Thank you. Thank you. McClue's. Thank you (laughs) McClue's family. And um so Luke how many Downloads should we have in the next four days or next week? Um, oh, I don't know. Possibly double? No, 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 no. Double? I'm kidding. No. I'm double? Kidding. I reckon double suitable week. Really? Don't doubt. Wait, that, wait, that's, um, that's, a, that's like a, you know. Yeah. That's a goal. It's a goal. Double. Let's, let's get double of the let's downloads. Let's get the double. And, um, well, Miss McClure went to talk to Miss Katz, and for some reason, Miss Katz didn't know what a podcast is. It's, so, um, listen to this. I'm with uh, Miss Katz no. in the needing teacher's office, and I was just I'm made sure. aware of a, a comment or a reflection she had on the first week podcast. Mrs. Katz, would you like to explain or just repeat your, your comment or your observation oh. of your careful listening? Well, I was very excited to open the link of the podcast in the email that I received, and I clicked on it three times, but all I I kept on getting was sound and music. I couldn't see anything. So I thought something must be wrong with this link. And then I saw Miss Flack and I said, Miss Flack, I can't get any video. It's only music and, and um, voice. And then she explained what a podcast <laughs> is. <laughs> Over and out. Maybe, maybe, we'll get, maybe we'll get some preps to come and talk to you about what podcasting oh. is, Mrs. Katz. How do you feel oh, about that? Yeah, yeah? I, I, just, I want to know where the word comes from. It sounds like broadcast, but... Actually, if you'd watched my podcasting information video at the start of the year, you would know the answer to this oh, one. Oh, I haven't yeah. seen it. Yeah. So Maybe that could be a competition entry. If you can explain to Mrs. Katz why podcasts are called podcasts, you can win a prize. Oh, that would be fantastic. I mean, how could she, like, not know. know what a podcast is? I know. Who does know what a podcast is? I mean, is? like, you know, as, as she said in the video, if you have the origins of what a podcast means, you could win a prize. Wait, what? Yeah, that was a prize, remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah! yeah, 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 So, win that prize, kids. So, um, I feel sorry for Miss Katz because she's being yeah. very exposed. Very exposed. Anyway, um, coming up next is a year six teacher interview with, I believe, uh, Mr. Lederback, Mr. Collins, and Miss Mason. Yeah. So, that will be fabulous. So apparently, Miss McClure got out being interviewed mm. because she was helping with another interview, which you know I think might be the um, the captains. Yeah. Mm. So that's very cheeky, don't you think, Luke? Yeah, very cheeky, but also kind of helpful because, like, you know, maybe mm. the interviewers might have had a bit of a hard time considering it's like on students. Yeah, yeah. So this is the interview. Was that hello to us or to the listeners? To everyone. Oh, hello. Hi. Hello. (laughs) So today we'll be interviewing the Year 6 teachers and we have Mr. Collins. Hey, fans. (laughs) (laughs) We have Mr. Lederback. Hello. And Miss Mason. Hi. We're going to start off with asking you some questions. Do you have, all of you, do you have any pets? I do. I've got two dogs, a cat. My sister has a turtle. And that's about it. Do you know Miss Chanoi? Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, no, no, no pets. You're going to get in trouble for no that pets. one. 
Um, I foster dogs, so every couple of months I have a different dog, which is exciting. Which is cool. Do you all of you have any jokes to tell us today? Miss L? Knock, knock. Who's there? Who's there? Orange. Orange who? Knock, knock. Who's there? Orange. Orange who? Knock, knock. Who's there? Orange. Orange who? Knock, knock. Who's there? Banana. Banana who? Orange, you're glad I didn't say banana. Oh. oh, sorry, I told that wrong. <laughs> I was just eating an, I was eating an orange. I was eating an orange, so I just thought that was the first thing that came to mind. I told it completely backwards. Don't put that on there. Yeah. Okay, we have to. That yeah. Tell the joke again. Probably. Oh, it goes It goes completely opposite. It goes knock, knock, uh, knock, knock. Who's there? Banana. Banana who? Knock, knock. Who's there? Banana. Banana who? Knock, knock. Who's there? Banana. Knock, knock. Who's there? Orange. Thank you. Orange, you glad I didn't say banana. <laughs> That's oh. it. Oh. 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 oh, sorry. <laughs> I was at work. I couldn't even tell it straight. My bad. And the next question for all of you: How long have you been teaching at Wembley? I've been teaching here for seven months, eight months. You yeah. started. I, I started. Yeah. Midway through. Midway through, last through year. term four. Oh, term four. Last yeah. year. Yeah. I remember you were my science teacher. I was your science teacher. Yeah. <laughs> he was the science man. Um, I started at Wembley. Let's see. This is my second full year. I took over for Miss Barger when she went on maternity leave um, two years ago. Um, so, yeah. Uh, this would be my third full year. And I took over. I was in the same position as Mr. L. And I took over for Mrs. Young when she went on to maternity leave. Mr. L, do you play sport? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Someone can't stop eating oranges at the moment. I can. Um, yeah, I've had, since I've been in Australia, I've played a bit of netball, which has been fun because I didn't, ne- didn't even know what that game was growing up. Um, so I played netball, but I mostly just, for fun, I just ride my bike and run. Um, that's about it. Yeah. Mr. Collins, yes. what inspired you to be a teacher? Um, I had really terrible teachers in high school. Oh. Like, terrible. <laughs> So I was like, I want to be a teacher and not be terrible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> make your lives easy. <laughs> Who do you think's the funniest teacher in school, Mr. Ladyback? Oh, it has to it has to be Mr. Gravit. <laughs> <laughs> Why Mr. Gravit? Um, I mean, he it's just just look at him. He's a funny looking guy. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, no, I don't know. No. Uh, I think you're pretty funny. Yeah. I can be sometimes. Top five. Yeah. He can definitely be very funny. I'm in the. I'm trying to make it to the top eight for the finals of the, the funny competition. <laughs> <laughs> the girl's like, is it yeah, actually a funny competition? Yeah. Um, Miss Mason, what do you like to do in your spare time? Oh, my spare time. When I'm not working constantly, as Mr. Owl says, I work too much. Um, play netball. I like reading. I do a bit of cross-stitch. Um, so cross-stitch is sewing. So you can, oh. like, create a picture and you, like, put little X's. My grandma does that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is my mum. I got I was, that from my mum. I was just about to say it's something that old people do. <laughs> what about yours? Um, but, yeah, that. And I did some woodwork over the holidays. So created, like, um, a... Cold drip coffee maker, and then like a picture that I engraved out. Mm. Now, Mr. Collins, yes. what's your favourite thing about being a teacher at Wembley? My favourite thing about being a teacher at Wembley, um, the kids by far. The kids at Wembley are grouse. Can't yeah. go wrong. <laughs> um, all of you, what is your favourite age or grade level to teach? Grade six. <laughs> no. uh, oh, I forget. You guys are grade five. Yeah. Grade five. Oh, yeah. Um, Mine's definitely yeah the upper school. I have taught in the lower years and enjoyed that. But I think just the conversations that you can have with fives and sixes mm-hmm. really enjoy that. I like preps and grade sixes. And nothing in between. <laughs> no, I like everyone. Everyone. Thank you for coming in. Wait, do we get to ask you questions? Yeah, sure. What, um, what made you guys join Podcasting Club? Um, it's like what I want to be when I'm older and use a reporter. 
Are you guys excited about the new, re- like, the release this Friday? Yeah, because mm-hmm. we yes. get to have a party. You're having a party? Yes. yes. What's going yeah. on um, I'm guessing we eat junk food. <laughs> 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 yeah. Who's throwing the party? Miss McClure. Oh, so I she didn't come to our grade six interview, but she's going to throw a party. Yeah. Does that yeah. mean we get to come to the party? I reckon we should. No. We'll see you at the party. Yeah, no. Thank you. Thank you for your time and effort. Thank you for coming in. Well, in my opinion, I think Mr. Lederback is by far the best teacher. Even if you do count the horrible jokes or something. Yeah, that was that was pretty really bad. And that was that was really bad. Yeah. It was so bad you messed it up. Yeah, first. he literally messed it up. I know. Literally. literally. Messed it up. Anyway, apparently Miss Mason got asked a question about the funniest thing that has happened in the classroom. And the story was so so funny that they edited it out because if it was so funny you would laugh your guts out. Right. We didn't even get to hear it, so it's actually yeah. 18 plus. You can't hear it. Yep. So sorry about that. I mean, about but maybe we should make yeah older rating. Maybe we should look at 18 plus podcast so we could hear that joke. Anyway, um, do you know Miss Mason actually sews? I, I did not. That surprised me. I, I know she doesn't seem like a sewing kind of guy. Even though oh, she's gal. not a guy, <laughs> she's not a guy. Yeah. Anyway. Next is the uh, school cap. The interviews with the school captains. And just for being reminded, the interviews next week for the teachers are going to oh, be the preps. The prep teachers, so we can finally find out what the fairy tale fiasco is. Yes. So anyway, you're all winning. Nothing. Stay tuned for the school captain interviews. <laughs> School captains, not to mm. be confused with the sports captains. Sport captains, school captains, two different things. Two different things. And, um, yeah. And yeah. I, I believe some school captains came late, so yeah. don't be triggered by that. So yeah. stay listened. Okay, so hello, I'm Millie. I'm Tessa. And I'm Lenny. And we're a part of the 2017 podcasting team. And today we're here with our 2017 school captains. So, and today we have Ella, Will, Cameron, and Phoenix. And today I think we are missing Levi, Eleanor, Akrini, Joseph, and that's it. And that's it, okay. Um, Let's start with asking some questions. Congratulations to all of you becoming our school captain. We know there's always lots of competition for the position. Why do you think it's an important job? Because you get to do a lot of things around the school and um, it's just like really fun to do and everyone knows like what you're doing. I guess what's important with being a school captain is that like you are a role model for the younger students. Also, I I know being a peer mediator as well as a school captain, it's also quite fun coming up and having people recognise you in the playground. So that's, especially with preps, that can also be very helpful. Um, And I've had two or three preps say, I know you, you were on assembly this morning. So what sort of responsibilities do you have? Um, Well, there's like heaps of fundraising stuff. Um, like the French day, we have to organise that and um, free dress days. Um, and the pink bun sale we oh. also had to do. And as you know, um, we're going, we're over for French day. We took all the contributes for that to do, um, to go towards the defibrillator. And we also, we meet at um, every fortnight at lunchtimes on a Monday. And... Uh, every now and again we get interviewed by the podcasting club or we go and check out some of the new parts of the school seeing what can be changed and improved and ways that we can open open those areas to the students sooner. 
So, is there a favourite or a worst job that you do? Um, I like, I kind of like doing assembly in the morning because it's just like good practice speaking aloud to like the whole school. I think one of the trickiest jobs we ever did was on photo day, on when we had to get all the grades in by a certain time and have them leave by a certain time, as well as the Mother's Day store, which ran by the same principles. Um, something that's not good is the meetings. Like, um, we promised um, every fortnight and half of lunch, but that hasn't really come in yet. Is there something that you think the school captains, captains should be responsible for that they're not currently? Would you add something to their job list? Um, I think that most of the stuff we do is, like, the same as, like, all past school captains have done and, um, like, I don't think we should add anything else. So we've just now been joined by Akriti and Levi because they were at sports practices. Do you think it should be compulsory for the school captains uh, to also be PE mediators? I don't think it should be compulsory because some people, like, just don't want to do peer mediating and um, just some people like don't want to like waste a lot of their lunch times. Um, lots of people have like things on at lunchtime. Like there's always school captain meetings happening and if people are participating in extracurricular activities, they may not have time to um, peer mediate it and yeah. What was the scariest or hardest part of, about being or becoming a school captain? Um... The scariest part is probably, like, um, doing the assemblies because, yeah. like, yeah. you're, like, talking in front of, like, 700 kids. It's always first time that's the worst. Yeah. For me, definitely the, um, the worst, the scariest thing about being school captain was becoming the school captain. It was a bit easier because I went into the interviews with my best friend because we'd both made the shortlist. But um, the I think it was the day we found out that day this, I think it was the two hours of waiting to find out whether or not you'd become school captain, I think were one of the most anxious hours of my life, waiting for it. Have you got any advice for the year five to be doing it next year? Um, in the interviews, just be confident when you speak. Yeah. Be a good role model to other students. It's not that, like, the principal and stuff actually understand. They're not big, scary people at all. And they give you Easter eggs. Yes. <laughs> and I guess just be ready for whatever comes your way. Be prepared, but not, like, don't... So you have to be prepared so you don't freak out when something unexpected happens. Uh, what type of questions did you get asked in the interview? We got asked how we would, like, change the school. Mm. And we got asked, like, like we got um, a scenario if someone come into the school and we got asked, like, yeah, we got like asked run what, it. Yeah, yeah. What you got asked, um, how would you run an assembly? And you also got asked, um, what would you do if um, there was, as Levi said, an incident, how would you talk to younger kids compared to older kids? Um, and how you wanted to change the school again. So a lot of just those types of questions. So in some of the interviews you were asked how would you change the school, what were some of your suggestions? Um, I said that the school was like pretty good just the way it was, but if I had to like add something it would maybe be like another language, but I really didn't like know much about what I would want to do to change it. Yes. Maybe also more ways, I suggested more ways to, like, um, help students kind of understand the Wembley values and things like that. I said that I might contribute some money to the old play equipment because some of them are missing handlebars or rungs from some of the monkey bars or other parts of the playground. Um, who interviewed you for your <coughs> interviews? Miss Jones and Mr Lawless for a few. There was a member that was on the um, board. Yeah. the board, the council that also interviewed us, and Miss Flack was there for a few of the interviews. Yeah. Who was the scariest, scariest person who interviewed you? Mr Lawless. Miss Flack. 
I think Mr. Laws because he's like the head principal, so he would be like the most scariest. He was kind of just like impressed. Yeah, he didn't say much. Yeah, he didn't say much. That was what's scary. He was just like staring at you. Like he didn't know what was going to happen. He was just like looking at you. He gave you the poker face and was like, mm hmm. He just took notes and like just looked at you. What do you think they were writing down? Like what we said. Yeah, what we said. Things like that. I, I, can't, I couldn't tell if they were actually writing down stuff or if they were just kind of scribbling to make us anxious. <laughs> it's how we react. I think they just like to see us scared. <laughs> I was so sweaty like and entertaining. Yeah. I wasn't really that nervous, to be honest. But, but yeah. Well, Creedy, why did you say Miss Flack was the scariest? Because <laughs> she's, like, coming to our class before and, like, she's... Not scary, but a little intimidating because she expects a lot out of us, especially since we're your sixes and yeah. you want to live up to that standard. So, um, yeah, it's just a little scary at first. <laughs> also, something very scary before the interview was that I was sitting in the waiting room and my earring fell out and it fell under the door. So I was like, what do I do? And in the end, my friend came out and grabbed it for me, which I was so thankful for because I was kind of sitting there like, what do I do? Tell us about the application process. I think the, the interview process was basically, we did most of it in class and then some at home. So you were just basically writing what you wanted um, the board, the school board and the, um, the principals to know about you. And I guess you just had to be yourself on the application because that's really what, I guess, got you the job. Yeah, and yeah. how you want to, like, change the school. And the first thing was, like, all the junior school council. You had to write, like, a persuasive mm. piece of why you wanted mm-hmm. to. And then they chose, like, two or three people from your class, like two boys, two girls, to get the interviews. And then they chose the winner out of each class. Yeah, and also I was a bit nervous because... I don't know, like, I thought I was writing a JSC, but it's like, different. Mm. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to have to present, present, present it in front of the, um, like, cohort. But then I figured out I don't have to and just have an interview. So. Yeah, it's a lot. Like an interview's scarier, though. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. it's a lot different than just being asked questions and then just reading out to the cohort. Because when you're writing an application, you can go over, like, if you think you've made any mistakes, you can you have a chance to edit it. But if you're in an in, in interview, it's, like, face-to-face. So if you make a mistake, it's not that easy to get over. Mm-hmm. Now, what's the funnest thing you've done as a school captain? Probably the photo day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you got to, like work the whole day and you're just, yeah. you're just like walking around um just like getting classes and the preps like they were funny to watch like line up and stuff because I always got confused about what was happening I think the funnest thing for me was definitely when we did the pink bun sale and unfortunately on that day we didn't sell all of the buns so we got to eat the leftovers. <laughs> Thanks for your time and effort and good luck for the rest of the year. Thanks, good Thank, Thank you. Thanks, Thanks guys. Thanks. If I was going to give any tips to that interview, I'd say that we need to know their names. Yeah. So we're not going to go through their names because that could take a while. That would take a while. It was about eight school captains. That is actually very correct, Luke. Yeah. There is eight. So you guys, Luke knows how to count. Yes. Anyway, so do you actually want to become a school captain? Um, well, I guess it would be pretty cool to be able to, like, take over the school. No, not really, but you'd have to be, have to be a principal to do that. But yeah. I, mean, I guess that would be pretty cool, but I wouldn't really want to go to the meeting with Robert. Yeah, because I was junior school council, and sometimes, like, meetings clashed with other things, like group time, and I got kind of annoyed. Mm, and because you kind of have to go to the JSC meetings. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, if I were actually the... But if I were to be chosen as school captain, I'd probably fix the equipment, mainly yes. the flying fox. Yeah, flying fox. It's not really, you can't really call it a flying fox. It's more yeah, of it's just, it's just a, a metal it's pole. It's just a pole. And apparently the school captains, when they're being interviewed, they thought Mr. Lewis was scary. Yeah, do you, do you think he's scary? Um... 
No, he's just intimidating. He's intimidating. He's not scary. Menacing. Just sort of like a you know, not mysterious. Like like no, completely love you. Yes. No. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we next we have interview interview with the sports captains. Not school not captains. the school captains. I think I believe it's the and, five and six the five six um, sports sports the five six sports captains. So yes. Luke, you say it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was meaning to say stay tuned, but just so stay tuned. So our interviewers interviewed a quite a lot of sport captains. Yes. But some of them are away because they were in the three six district athletics, mm-hmm. which I did and Luke did. Yeah, we both yeah, attended. And some of them were in actually in Geelong competing. Yeah. If you were listening to our other podcast, we actually said that. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. And they were doing hockey. Mm, hockey. And so let's hear from our sport captains. Hi, I'm Angelica. I'm Sigrid. And I'm Gemma. And we are going to be interviewing the five, six sport captains. What sports have you been played so far? So we have played volleyball, table, cricket, tennis, hockey, football, netball, lacrosse, baseball. Okay. Yeah. For those people who don't know what five, six sport is, who like maybe are viewers from not who aren't from the school, could you give us a little explanation of why it is? So it's basically just the fives and the six classes just combined to play sports for a week. What sports appear to be the favourites? Or your favourites? Is there any favourites? Yeah, we're not sure. The most popular would be like netball and cricket, footy. Are there any sports that you wish would be included in five six sports? Basketball. Yeah. Softball. Extreme frisbee. <laughs> Tell us about gala days. So gala days are where all all the children from Wembley or five sixes from Wembley and other schools compete in a gala day. So you play all the sports and compete. I guess. So what is a gala day? It's a series of round robin competitions against the other schools, and and it's Kingsville, uh, Yarraville West, Wembley, and Footscray City, and the top two or three from each um, category go through the next round. Uh, gala day's fun. Yeah. <laughs> Very fun. What happens if you win on gala days? Um, so you first you go to district weavers like Kingsville, Yarraville West and Footscray City and then there's divisionals, regionals and state and if you make it through you go to the next one. So it's a big thing. Yes. Yeah. What qualities do you think a captain should display? Like uh, um, sportsmanship, um, the school values. Like teamwork. Teamwork, especially teamwork. Why especially teamwork? Because teamwork, you can't, like, say if you're playing lacrosse, you can't really get anywhere without teamwork. Like, you have to have passes to, like, win it and get the goal. And that's what a team's all about. A team's about people trying to work together to win. (laughs) In it to win it. So, could you maybe share some of your favourite stories or memories from Having a girls team for footy, which is something you didn't really get a lot. When it's been really cold, people hide under the tables (laughs) while we're playing. (laughs) Making it to state in footy and cricket. Do you think we should, like, continue having sports captains? Definitely. It shows that someone can have... Like leadership against the team, but everyone can be a captain in their own way. Like, doesn't necessarily mean that the captain's the one that is like the boss of everyone. It means that they all work together to be individual captains. 
it's like the, a role model for all the rest, so everyone um, can um, look up to what the captain's doing. And you need adv- and you need like a leader to lead and give advice to everyone else, like to either new players or inexperienced players who like still need help with the sport. There are some teams going to Geelong this week to compete. Can t- can Someone tell us about those teams. Um, the women, the netball girls, um, A and A mixed are going through the next round because they recently won their last tournaments. Unfortunately, lacrosse can't go the next round because it's lacrosse Victoria. So there's no like regionals or like it's only two rounds to divisionals. So. Hockey is happening on Tuesday, which is tomorrow, and the. Mixed A team is going through. Where are you playing? We're playing at Footscray Hockey Club. Well, thank you guys for letting us interview you. We really enjoyed it. No worries. Um, <laughs> no, good luck for yeah, good the next rounds. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. should definitely be a sport. 100%. I know. It's becoming the new trend. The new trend. Yeah. It's like everyone's playing at the moment. Everyone's playing it. Yeah. And by everyone, we mean no one. Yeah, basically no one's playing it. It should definitely be a five-six sport. Yeah. And um, hope for the five-six sport captains that weren't being interviewed. No, that were at the athletics. Day. Yeah, athletics. Or hockey. Or hockey. I hope they went well. Yeah. I hope they got to the next round or something. But they didn't... GG. Yeah. Speaking of athletics, we actually have a few sound clips from the athletics day. Mm. Got interviewed. In fact, just a little sneak peek. Me and Luke got interviewed, I yes. think. I don't know if that'll be in there, but have a listen. Who have we got with us? Lonnie, Charlie, Camilla, Lola. Okay, now girls, tell me about today. Um, we are at, at the athletics carnival and we've, uh, Miller and I just ran, uh, I mean, we did the high, um, high jump. You seem really excited. You've got a massive grin on your face. Yeah. Tell me why you're so excited. Because I came first in one, third in one, and I first time. So, so the weather has just changed slightly. Not as sunny anymore, and it's getting a bit chilly. Everyone's starting to put their jumpers on. And I am now sitting here with some of our under nine and, our nine and ten girls. Yep. Yep. Okay, who have we got? Summer. Okay, now can you girls tell me what have you been competing in today? Um, 100, 200, 800, yes, triple jump, and everything. Wow. Um, long jump, triple jump, shot put, and discus. 100, 200, shot put, discus, 800, competing in athletics and if they made it through for the first time, because I know some of you have done athletics for quite a while, what message would you give them? Never give up. Try your hardest and don't let your nerves get the better of you because some people do. This morning I've been at regional hockeys at the Footscray Hockey Club and then um, at half time my mum had to drive me here and now I'm doing a hurdles race and then I'm going back. And what do you have on this afternoon? How many event, How many more hockey games do you have? I don't know how many exactly but it goes for the whole day and we get back at 4 o'clock. So. Well we have been competing for 11 girls against other teams. Yeah, we've been competing against Blitzgrey City, yeah, Kingsville, West. Yeah, Yarrabah West. Yeah. Um, Some we, people from Wembley have hurt themselves, so we have had to replace them. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, we're going pretty well. I think we're winning at the moment with the points. Coming yeah. First. yeah. <laughs> what do you enjoy about the district athletics? Well, I like to um, see what other people can and I like to see other people challenge themselves to what they have improved. I like to compete against other schools and see um, how, like, how, 
see the other school compete because I think it's really fun if you have friends at the other school and then you get to see them again. Now, what can you guys tell me about today? Um, it's been pretty successful for Wembley. I'm excited for discus because um, I think I'm really good at it and uh, I could win. What do you have to know about discus? Uh, you sort of just know, need to know the technique to get it right and then um, yeah, you'll throw pretty far. Did that take a lot of practice? Uh, yeah, three goes or something. Not much. Uh, how do you reckon the kids went today? The kids are doing really well. Everyone's putting in their best effort and I'm seeing quite a few Wembley students with ribbons. Nice. Um, do you reckon everyone uh, participated well? I think so. As I said, everyone's been having a go and even people that weren't in their events have stepped in to replace people who were sick or injured, which is really good. Do you reckon we'll get the shield? I really hope so. At the moment, we've had the lead all day, um, but when the last events come in, sometimes it does turn against us, so we're hoping that we'll hang on to it. Who can tell me what event you competed in this morning? Um, under 12-13 boys relay. Yeah, 12-13 boys relay. And how did we go? Campus. Which now means we are into through the next round. Mm, and how did you find competing in the relay, Charlie? Scary, because I haven't trained for it. And why haven't we trained? Because I had to fill in for someone else. Jesse Mainsma. And how did you find the run, Ryan? How was it? Pretty well. I was third runner and I did pretty good, I think. I think everyone did pretty good. Oh, and Levi's decided to come and join us as well. What are we in, Levi? I'm good. Um, <laughs> hurdles, triple jump, high jump, just did that. How do we go in high jump? Really bad. Oh, what happened yeah. in high jump? Come third. Really How bad. was that really bad? I lost my technique. Just didn't show up. 20 people came Wasn't through. good. Didn't come out with my A game. I just did the 100 metre and it's all Mr. Gravit's fault that I'm so tired because I had to run it twice. Mr. Gravit forgot to start the timer and then once I came first, I wasted all my energy because it didn't count. But he still came first on the second one. I'm pretty sure you're talking to me because I got a world record. Wait, no. <laughs> a school record? A school record um, for discus. I have it on good authority that you bet the record by five metres. How do you feel about that? I'm happy and surprised. No, I'm not surprised. You're not surprised? Have you done a lot of training for it? No. <laughs> I didn't think we were going to win today, Ryan. I oh. thought we might have come second. But second. I thought you have a West might have won. But we did a really good job, didn't we? Yes. We did. worked, worked well as a team. Yeah. Yes. So you, you train, you work yeah. hard, you get the results. Definitely. which I got nearly got into state, like two off state last year, yeah. so I was kind of like, you know, mm. expecting that. 
So, and but I got a disabled. You're disabled. What? Do not expect things. They may not come unless you're in triple jump. Yeah. Yeah. yeah people always say that, especially. And um, congratulations especially to all the teachers for organising Athletics Day. Yeah. It's not hard having like four schools. It's going not there. hard. It is hard, I mean. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. it's not hard at all. It is hard. It is hard. <laughs> and, um, it would be hard. Thanks to all the uh, kids, they showed good sportsmanship yeah. during the day. And we play, took home the shield, didn't we? Took home the shield. Tell us the story, Luke. We, well, basically the point system is like first place gets four points, second gets three, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And, and we met um, Yarrable West by ten points. Yeah. Just. The other associators will not Thanks associate to Evie Patswell with his 800 metre win. Yeah. Speaking of Evie Patswell, what do we have, Luke? We have next thing, the bill! As I was saying before, we have an interview with um, Evie Patswell, yeah. our champion runner, who champion. could be going to the regional competition, or is going to the regional competition, yeah. I think. And so, have a listen. <laughs> Gemma, I'm Angelica, and I'm Sigrid, and we and we are interviewing Evie Petswell. So, um, what grade are you in? Four B. Okay, and who's your teacher? Miss Sarnheim and Miss Barger. Do you like her? Yes. Are they good at teaching? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're good at teaching a lot of things. Mm-hmm. How do you um, train in running? Well, before state, it was a bit full on for me. I didn't really like it. Every day I trained for about two hours. um, And every day I did a different schedule. So on Monday, I I just have this um, running training. And that is trained by Deirdre. You might know her. She's Kate's mother. Kate went to this school two years ago. And I do that with my sister and a couple other people in grade six. Then on Tuesday, I've got football training. Before football training, I do a couple of Ks because that's at McIver. On Wednesday, I do um, running up hills at near Vic University. Um, And then I go to basketball training. And on Thursday, I do two more Ks before football training. That's at still at McIver. And on Friday, that's my only free day, so that means I do more training just by myself. Um, and I live very close to McIver, so I just walk there by myself and do it. On Saturday, I have basketball, and then I just do some training, like not most of the time, but I just do like a couple of slow jogs around the Kaiva. And on Sunday, I've got a football game and that's pretty full on, so I don't do anything else on Sunday. Sounds wow. like very <laughs> yeah. full on training. Yeah. Um, I ever run. <laughs> what awards have you achieved or what have you won? Well, last year I did 800 metres. I came third in regionals and it's first top two people so I was devastated that I didn't go to state um and then I've also came first in the inter-school came first in the districts is that yeah I think it's called districts divisionals first regionals first and then state I came eighth and it's top six people so if two people drop out I might be going to Hobart for nationals Wow. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, and so that's why we're interviewing you because we heard at assembly last week you have achieved a high um, score in running. <laughs> um, and what did you achieve last week? Well, um, I don't know. Was it last week? I think it was the week before. It was on Thursday. Um, I went to state championships cross country. And um, the, the track was 2Ks, so we didn't have to run it twice. It was 2Ks itself. And I was quite worried about if I knew where to run because it's like I would get lost. And I thought 
that I would be getting smashed and I would be lost so I wouldn't know where to go. Um, and But the whole way we're actually just following a car and the car had a camera on the back and it showed everyone on the camera and we had to try and chase the car and that's the car led us to the finish line. And there was a screen at the uh, where the parents was at the finish line where everyone was coming and my name kept on going up a place because I started really bad. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um what do you what do you want to achieve next? Well, I would like to come top six in the state next year. Mm-hmm. Do you like any other sports? Well, I do basketball. I do for the Wembley Witches. And I'm also going to do repre- rep or representative basketball at the end of this year as well. I'm going to try out for either the Melbourne Tigers or the Altona Gators. And I also do football. And I love football because it's really tough. And you get to tackle people. <laughs> and I just do running and it's my main sport at the minute. What, what, um, what, goal, what team are you in? I'm in the Yarraville Seddon Eagles and yesterday we just did the finals and we won, so now we're in the semi-finals. So what injury, what has been your worst injuries? Well, in school, like in sport or like just what my worst injury, like lately, just Um, ever. Just ever. Oh, um, well, I did a little injury when I was younger, but now I probably wouldn't even cry. I fell off a skateboard. Um, When uh, a couple of days ago, I fell down the stairs and that was two days before state. So I was very freaked out if I was going to be able to run. And before regionals I was really scared because I had a muscle pain and um, my muscles weren't working and then I used this and I had a massage and then it got better and then after um, treatment yes and at regionals I raced injured and then I found out that when I run, I don't, I didn't really feel anything. And then when I stopped running, I limped after the race. So I was quite surprised that I couldn't feel anything while I was running. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, thanks for letting us interview you. I learned some stuff and I'm going to pretend that I understood all of that. I did understand a lot, but <laughs> there were some parts I was kind of confused about. Just because I don't know what they mean. <laughs> but you clarified quite well. Okay, mm-hmm. thank, you. thank you. Well, fingers crossed that two people drop out. Yeah. <laughs> thank and you. So you can get in. Thank you. <laughs> the Hobart yes the Nationals and it's funny her training routine she goes to Makaiwa she makes 2Ks sound like nothing she's like yeah I run around 2Ks like you know every day I know if I ran around 2Ks I'd be like I'd be like yeah I'd be like I'd be like you saying bowl so we hope she gets a Hobart though yeah so wrapping things up Miss Crozier's organised a great, great book swap for the Indigenous Literary Literacy Foundation. Yes. So you can bring in a book, I think? Yeah, it's basically just a book swap. Yeah, basically. Yeah. If someone wants to find a book and they're like, oh, let's swap this. Also, there's a book fair, but um, it's a bit of confusion between yeah, a book a fair and a book, book swap. swap. I'm pretty sure the book fair is just when you, like, you just buy a book. You just yeah. go and buy a book. Oh, so. yeah, it might be, like, basically, like, a pop-up shop. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, this week the preps had their camping program. Oh. Turns out that this was actually the fairy tale fiasco. It was camping. Yes. Miss McClure popped down. I think it's camping at school. And Miss yeah. McClure, which will be on next week's episode, I believe, seeing what the fairy tale fiasco is, which is the big question. Yeah. Unless, of course, you've got, like, some prep friends or you're a prep teacher. Yeah. And next week, the teachers are doing instructional rounds, which I believe is where 
a teacher goes into another teacher's yeah. classroom. So don't be surprised if you see another teacher. Randomly just walking in the classroom like, hey guys, I'm making a book of y'all. Yeah. So, um... Anyway, we have Maths ICAS on August the 15th. Yeah, so if you're in ICAS, Maths, it's on August 15th, which is, um... Pretty close, yes. basically. And, yeah, and also there's Literacy and New Year Weeks, and Mr. Leadback has talked about the Sketch Shop competition. Yeah. So make sure to go on the... Make sure to ask a teacher for the code for the classroom. And obviously next is the Senior School Musical. Yes, yeah, Senior School Musical. We're in it. We're in it. We are the monkeys, I believe. Also known as the palace poo. No, we are the monkeys. Yeah, we're the monkeys. So that's interesting. And that's all the wrapped up things for this week. Anyways, completely wrapping things up now. Yeah. We have, um, we're thank you for listening first off. Thank you for listening to the week episode. Um, second podcast. Second Still podcast. pretty exciting. As always, we've had lots of effort and thanks, Miss Blue, for organising everything. Yeah. Next week's episode is basically all about the preps, preps interview, very tough fiasco, prep 100 days of school. Yes, so make sure to subscribe so you can um, find out when the episode's coming out. And follow. And follow us. And make sure to download, go on to podbean.com. And no, I think it's wembley.podbean.com. Oh, yeah. Something and along those lines. And search up What Up Wembley and make sure to subscribe or download. Yeah. Uh, signing off, I'm Mitch. And I'm Luke. See you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.